Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Sequel Media Podcast. Today we're talking about an album. Uh, obviously last episode we talked about a film, which is Robocop. This uh, this episode is going to be about an album, which we haven't spoken about yet. Uh, I'm joined by Owen, who's the lead guitarist in our band, Trippin' in Violets. Owen, how are you, mate? I'm good, are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks, thanks for coming on. Um, yeah. And today we're talking about Dark Side of the Moon, obviously a dead popular album. Um, stop yeah um so basically i just want to know when was the first time you heard dark side of the moon can you remember like your first impression of it i remember it very well you know um it was like it was it was, it was last year and i just got in and then i threw it on before going to bed and it was just the best thing ever but like i only got through half of it and then um then the next day going to school on the bus and then heard it on that like it was just the most moving thing ever yeah. When I got to like the track us and them, it's just like the whole album. It's just and I've been listening to it nonstop ever since since that yeah. day. Yeah. It's it's unbelievable how moving the end of the album is. Um the the last couple of tracks like uh like us and them, any colour you like, anything like that, and then moving into like the way it goes towards the very end, it's just unbelievably um it just it just works so well, doesn't it? I know uh, the the us and them is about like war, and then it moves on to brain damage, which like is obviously what ha- like what happens to a lot of soldiers after the war. So like, yeah, it's very fitting the whole thing. And yeah. he got mo- like Roger got mo- got most of it from like because his dad was in the war, so most of his material and his lyrics came from his dad. So I guess yeah. we have his dad to thank. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, like, you can't talk about Dark Side of the Moon without talking about the cover. I know it's 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 like when the whole idea of it was for like hip, uh, prisms and hypnosis and stuff, and it's just like it's like dead playing, yeah. Which, but like the which completely contradicts the um the actual album because it's not playing at all. It's got so yeah. much meaning to it. There's so much, understand. yeah. There's so much like sort of layers to the album. Like I I listened to it just before coming on and speaking to you, and the amount of like unbelievable like sincere emotion as it gets further on it's just unbelievable how um you know the the impact that it has on you when you listen to it um so like what i know it's hard to say because obviously it's a concept album yeah i know it's hard to say because it's a concept album but what would you say is like your favorite track from the album do you have one or do you think you can't really pick one off an album like this time yeah no i i like I know it's it's pretty hard to pick one, but it's gotta be time. Yeah, I think it just has to be. Um, yeah. I think that's the best song of all time. Yeah, why? Why? Like, why? Like, why that song? I can't really explain why. But and that's probably like just, why. What's so good about the, it, really, isn't the it? The meaning behind the meaning behind it. What yeah. do you say that? That's probably why it's so good. Is that you what can't you really that? you can't really explain why you like it. I know. I literally don't like the meaning behind it. Is just like. Um, like one of the verses he talks about how when we're young we try waste time and then as you get older like you try 10 and save years it. have got behind you and yeah, yeah exactly yeah. you gotta, you got to salvage time if you're un- running out it's yeah. just it's, the lyrics are so moving I think for me it's and between... the experimentation in it as well for like the clocks at the start yeah yeah I think for me it's between probably any colour you like and money which was the two singles wasn't it 
Yeah, so the yeah, any cool you like is great. It's just yeah. an instrumental, isn't it? Mm. I think it's just and then, of course money. That's the one everyone knows. I think like it. It's amazing how the entire, in my opinion, anyway, the entire, um, as well, like with us and them as well. I think the entire sort of album is like, it's sort of summed up in those two tracks for me. Because obviously, um, is it us and them where he's singing about, you know, the dark side of the moon and stuff like that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I think it just, it. I think that bit just had like an insane, because I love, um, I love like piano music anyway. And there's a lot of piano music as it gets further on. And yeah, Richard's a, Richard's a great on the keyboards. For yeah, obviously Richard right there, you mentioned and the, the keyboardist from Dark Side of the Moon. Um you know, and he, from Pink he, Floyd, yeah, yeah, and obviously we're talking. We were talking about the album sleeve earlier, and he had a big, uh, a big say in that, didn't he? About how simple and bold was. Yeah, he had he had a massive impact in it. He did he did so like half of the vocals in time as well. Yeah, um, and obviously the album was promoted with money, and I know you've spoke to me a lot of times about how the concept album works and how the idea of a concept album works and how the amount of different sounds that's used in the album, like in money, they use the sound for the cash registers, rip and tape, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, the sound collages. Yeah, it's very experimental, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, you've mentioned about, because you're obviously, you're a massive Floyd fan, aren't you? Um, massive. And, you know, you, you, would, is it your favourite? Because I know you've got other Floyd albums that you like, and I'm, I'm guessing it probably yeah. changes all the time because you're a big fan of animals as well, aren't you? Um, yeah, the thing is, like, I know that Dark Side's the best, but my yeah. favourite's Animals or Metal, you know what and, I mean? Yeah, I mentioned this in the last episode with uh, with Jordan, who we had on, and he was talking about how your favourite and the best is completely different things. Like, Yeah, two different things, yeah. Like, we spoke about when we were talking about Robocop, he said, I know Robocop is not one of the best films ever, but it's my favourite film ever. It's just ever. his favourite, yeah. It, it leaves, like, a different... A different sort of feeling on everyone and I wanted to talk about it when I came on speaking to you today because um I think a band I know we as a band we sort of have our sort of um because obviously we're going to try and relate it to us because we as a band we have a a, a niche that we want to tap into and we have an yeah, we, have, we have a we have a no copy policy in our band yeah. don't we we have like a, a niche and an identity that we want to fall into and i think pink floyd wanted yeah. that as well but it's great how everyone has a different opinion not opinion sorry i know that like a different experience like when they, go on what are you gonna say that yeah just like a different experience you know with every single person so you might think of this album in a different way and you've got a different experience like you mentioned like on your way to school on the bus i remember i used to always listen to music on my way to school on the bus and it'd probably be the time where i'd I'd be most, I don't know, I'd probably take in the most, the most sort of things because it was... I know, it's the only thing you're focusing on. There's no distractions, really. Yeah, and I remember I used to be on my way to school or whatever, and listening to music was the little bit of escape you got before you sort of fell into how people wanted you to fall, do you know what I mean? I know, I I didn't, like, when you'd wake up, you wouldn't want to talk to anyone because you just have no energy in you, so you just Mm. throw a great album on. An album like Dark Side as well. It's sort of, it's it sounds very cliched, but it's it's obviously you feel like you're dreaming listening to it. It no, that it actually is though. Like yeah. the whole thing, the whole thing is literally like 
like life like it starts off with the heartbeat doesn't it yeah. and then it, and then like the first words are just the simple instructions of you know breathe it's the first mm-hmm. thing you do when, when you're born isn't it yeah and then, yeah of course and then obviously towards the end it's just like any color you like is like retirement like mm-hmm. that's like the point in, in your life after after the war say for example when us and them it's just yeah. like you get that brief so you know you're given any color that you like and then yeah, they agree exactly. just when it, it could be like for like parkinson's like when you mm. get when you're older you know mental health mm. and then it obviously ends off with an eclipse and what's great is that like you've mentioned there what pink floyd intended it to be was that a song about war a song about growing old a song about being born for each yeah. person who listens to it they probably think that reminds me of this this point in my life or that reminds me of this one experience yeah exactly lad yeah you know what I mean? So it's like you listen to, you can listen to an, a normal album that's not a concept album. You can't see, but I'm doing that like in brackets thing there, um, like a normal album compared to a concept album. And it's pretty much, you can make what you want of the lyrics, but you hear sort of what the band want you to hear. Um, with know. this, it's completely different. And for 1973, it must have been a complete, you know, a complete change to what people were used to, mustn't it? I know, uh, like after, especially after all like the bad stuff that happened in '69, and then it like this this reawakened to the good music. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And obviously, but, you've got the not only it does it, it it really fills your faith as well in the fact that it was such a a good selling album. Yeah, exactly. The the reason why it's so popular is because it's so relatable. Like we all live yeah. similar lives, and this is literally about life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's the lyrics are so relatable. Everyone, everyone can relate to it, and it, yeah. everyone, that's why everyone used to love it back in the day. And, and the still more, do. yeah, the more experiences you get throughout your life, the more, the more the album's probably gonna benefit. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like this album will probably benefit you more because you're you're like you know you're a teenager now. In ten years or ten years after that, the album will benefit you in different ways, which I love. I know, I know exactly what you mean, yeah. Yeah, because it's you'll have you'll have more experiences then. You'll have more ways to relate it to your own life. It's exactly, just- yeah. So like when I'm older, if I throw this on, like the 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 verses about how when you're older, it's gonna it's gonna make more sense to me. Like yeah, it, it makes course, sense yeah. to me now. But yeah. like yeah. I have an experience you- that yes. Yeah, like so you kind of like prepare you for life ahead. That's yeah, why like Pink Floyd is so good. You may have like a big life experience when you're what like 25 something like that. And you might listen to that album then and go, wow, that's what I'm going to relate it to now. That's what I think of it. And I think that's I that's like the, I think Pink Floyd as well were great businessmen in writing this album because yeah, because this album never grows old. I know. I, like, I don't think they expected it to like be that big, but like Roger knew that it was a masterpiece when he wrote it. Yeah, because... They used to do like, before it came out, they'd do like early versions of it that weren't finished live. Yeah, and stuff. So like, uh, like obviously, the, on the track on the run was called the travel sequence, and it's mm-hmm. like meant to be. So, so if you listen to that on the train, it would just feel like you're moving with the music. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's it's mad. It's the type of, it's the type of, um, and we say this about games and films, and this is the great thing about media is it can be experienced in so many different ways. And the thing about Dark Sides of the Moon is you get so much more out of it if you close your eyes and put a really good pair of headphones on and listen to yeah, it. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Or just you know listen I mean? to it in a dark room. Yeah, like, but you can also get a different, completely different experience listening to it on the bus. 
I know because like you're seeing stuff as you experience it. Yeah. Yeah, and it. you know, you may feel like you want to. It, some people could say the album's a bit psychedelic when you listen to it on your own. It, is, it, it uses the univibe. Uh, it's something called the univibe, which is like a lot of reverb. Um, yeah. To it, so like well, that's their think. sound for this album especially. What's great about it is you'll go. So this this album, if you listen to it on your own in a dark room with a pair of really good headphones and a really good sound system, you'll go, wow, that's a brilliant psychedelic album, that. And then you listen to it on the bus in broad daylight and you'll go, it's like that's not a psychedelic, it's a psychedelic album. That's an album about me. That's an album about going out and living your life. Yeah, especially if you like really listen closer to the lyrics. Yeah, of course. And it, it the, the, like... Every time you listen to it, it's always different. It's never the same. That's like, what's great about it. That's what makes exactly something. Yeah. That's what makes something popular is you, it can be enjoyed by any type of person. And what's great about it is it doesn't fall within. I know, obviously, it falls within rock and music and within uh, you know the concept album sort of yeah. part. But anyone can listen to it. You don't have to be a fan of rock. You don't have to be a fan of Pink Floyd. Exactly, yeah. You don't have to be a fan of music in general. But you listen to Dark Side of the Moon and you'll get some sort of experience out of it. And that's why it's so good. And that's why... Every, every, every single person I've showed it to has loved it. Like, yeah. I, like I have a mate who I showed it to and that, was, and that, that literally got him into music. It, was the, it just clicked yeah. it all into him. It's an unbelievable piece of media and it'll go down in history. And it, it already has, you know. The album's um, 50 years old in a couple of years. And... I can guarantee this album will last the yes, test yes. of time. And in in 200 years, this album will probably be Beethoven to those people. Do you know what I mean? I know, yeah. Um, it's, it's mad to think about that, isn't it? And you well mentioned, all time. Yeah, you mentioned <laughs> there about how we've been playing together as a band for quite a while. And we play live a lot of the time together. Um, and, you know, you mentioned there about how the premiere daily versions of it yeah. which I think is interesting because that takes a lot of talent in itself because it's very hard to record something like that live. It, yeah, they, they literally played something live that wasn't finished. They, like, yeah. they probably improvised a lot of it. I've got a bit of like information about it here just to go off. Um, primarily developed during live performances, the band premiered an early version of the record several months before recording began. Um, so it's just, it's so hard to play something like that live. It's like, I know for a fact if me and you were going to go into a studio and we want, we said we're going to record this song, we have it written, we wouldn't be playing it with guitars, singing it, playing it live. And they'd be going, all right, guys, that that's your your album. It would be you record the guitar, I record my guitar. Liam, who's our drummer, records drums, and Callum, who's our bassist, records bass. And then I, uh, yeah, yeah, we play you know it. I mean? It would be, yeah, yeah. yeah so it, it would be more professional sounding. And the fact that Pink Floyd have got such a professional sounding album. Like, it's crazy how in 50 years, this album sounds like it was made yesterday. I know, because no, because it was, yeah, it was so ahead of its time. So, you... so ahead of its time. I and know. it fits the... within any sort of, any sort of era, this, this album will do well. And that's no bias towards me, who is in, who's into rock, and Owens, who is into, into Pink Floyd. That's not bias at all. This album is completely different if you haven't heard it completely different to anything you've ever heard before it's, i'm not even missing yeah like this and the majority of people who, li- who listen to this will have heard it um because the majority of people who listen to it 
who will listen to this will be close to me and will have, you know, will be into the same things I'm into. But this album is just for anyone who stumbled across this episode of the podcast or stumbles upon this album, you're just in for a treat. And what I can say to you, because sometimes you need someone to, who's seen it to tell you about it before you've heard it. To yeah, it. It's like, this get... is like a review of it. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah, so if I was to tell you I really like um, I really like The Dark Knight, and it might benefit you a bit more to say, you might not like this bit, but you will love this bit. With Dark Side of the Moon, I can say to there's, you... There's no parts that you wouldn't like, except, except for like... To the to the like untrained ear, yeah, yeah. Um, there's parts in it that go on for for a while because you know they're a prog rock band, so yeah. they stretch stuff out. And but it's all part of the experience. It's just like a bad yeah. scene in a film or something mm. like like a scene of a character that you don't like. It's just like that, but you get past it, yeah. and there's no point in skipping it because then you miss a big chunk of the album. The point of this yeah, album that, is you listen to it all together. Give yourself. <laughs> Yeah, the 40, thing is, like, when, when I first when I when I first listened to it, yeah, I like it on the on the run, like, was just putting me mm-hmm. asleep. I was like nearly falling asleep, and then this big barrage of clocks comes on at the start of yeah. time. I jumped out my skin, you know. Swear. Is it? I'm, I'm not sure which track it is. I don't know if it is time where um, there's like the the little you start to hear money a few tracks before it even plays. You start to hear the the baseline from Money at some point early on in the album. Um, I'll have to listen to it with you, and I couldn't. Uh, I think it's yeah, it speak to me. It's the very first yeah, one. Yeah, like, that is. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like you. I was listening to it, and I knew Money, and I loved the song Money. I loved it anyway, and I was like, oh yeah, I love Money. And I was like, oh, yeah, I like Money. Uh, I'm listening to to it. I'm gonna listen. To it. I'd listen to it. I'd listen. I I think I probably listened to the song the old album probably before you did but you're a bigger fan of it than me because i listened to yeah. it a few years ago probably the same time you did like you when you were in school and i'm a few years older than you so i will have listened to it when you were like at the beginning of school i listened to it <laughs> or and even I'm, like music maybe <laughs> yeah and i listened to it and i was like oh i love this really good album that i remember um actually i remember now it was in a job i was in a few years ago and i remember being um I was sort of, my days were just sort of disappearing and, and sort of, uh, and I'm, I'm sure if I spoke to Dave Gilmore about this, he'd love to hear the story. I remember I was, <laughs> yeah, I remember my, I used to work in an office with a load of people and all my days were sort of um, merging into one big day. It was horrible. And I spent yeah, about three months. The same thing every day. Yeah, just I, spent, I remember I had about three months of time and this three months, I me mentally I was on the floor I just couldn't drag myself up for anything I was feeling really depressed about my job me, me life and that, everything. That, that sadly happens to a lot of people please. yeah and I remember being stuck in this constant loop of wake up walk to work do work for eight hours come go home, home eat you know I mean? go bed yeah that was that was my day and I remember we I used to work for a, a company that uh, looked after disabled people and um, I worked in the office and we looked after people with learning difficulties and disabilities and stuff like that. I remember we held a, a um, like a day of, it was like, a, it was like a, a, a sort of a day where we got all the people who we, we looked after together. And there was all these people, you know, there was all wheelchairs everywhere. 
lovely people who come over and speak to me, but I was sort of feeling at the time, I was just like, God, I, I don't know where my life's going at this point. And yeah. all these, and we were like, okay, so we had this, we had this thing we were going to do. So everyone's going to get a mug and paint and we're going to paint our own mugs and all the people, all the service users, they were really enjoying it. Um, and my friend who was a bit older than me, was, I think he was about, I think I must've been about 17 at the time. And uh, my mate was about 30. And he'd worked at the company for a long time. And I went and sat next to him. And I was, I remember I was painting, I can't remember what I was painting on mine. Um, and he started painting a prism on his. He painted oh, a triangle yeah. and he painted a gray line going in one side of it. And he painted a rainbow coming out the other side of it. And I said, What is that? And he said, That's dark side of the moon. And I said, What? What's that? What do you mean? Have you never have you ever heard Pink Floyd's album, Dark Side of the Moon? And I went, no, I've never heard it. He said, listen to it. And I remember... Wise words. Yeah, I remember I was... I finished work that day. And I was like, oh, it's same same old, same old. I'm going to go home. I'm going to do nothing. I'm going to go back to work tomorrow. And I said, oh, I'll listen to that album. Because I've seen... I'm sure I'd seen the artwork before. Yeah, and you've definitely seen it. Like, I knew it was a popular somewhere. album. I knew it was a popular album anyway. And... um. And I was like, I'll throw it on. So I threw it on in my headphones. And the first track came on, which is Breathe, I think, isn't it? Yeah, no, Speak to Me and then it flows into Breathe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, I listened to it and I remember just being, I couldn't believe how, I'd never heard it before, all the songs were linking in together. Yeah. Um, that literally seemed like the only reason yeah. I listened to it is because of all the hype. And then I didn't realise it would all flow into each other. And that's what made, like, made me love it so much. And I remember playing it and being like oh god this is something else i've never heard this before listen to the entire album all the way through couldn't tell you what any one of the songs was called and then just put it away and um and then i think that got me through that point in my life like being able to go this is what dark side of the moon did for me it got me onto the next out the next few years i was able to sort of go yeah okay like yeah. this this this, best of stuff perf- this whoever's playing this music understands what i'm going through right now and that got me through the rest couple of years and then i met you a couple of years later and you loved it and i i hadn't listened to dark side of the moon since and um and it's only now that i'm sort of realizing how good it is because i listened to it at the time and it felt like it sort of felt like it was written for me and i but didn't it's written for everybody yeah, and I didn't sort of go like, yeah, this album's brilliant. It's a best-selling album and all that. I just thought, yeah, that's Stephen's album, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I heard it, and I never listened to it again. And sort of, I think throughout my whole life, no matter what sort of challenge I face or whatever, I'll probably go back to Dark Side of the Moon. And it'll probably Definitely, be... I'm going to be listening to that for the rest of my life. Yeah. Uh, and then... like, along with the rest of Pink Floyd's discography. Yeah, it, it's just... An unbelievable, it, it will be a, a, a mark of your, at least your week. If you listen to it, you'll go, wow, that was unbelievable. I know, like, like, fair enough, a lot of people don't have, like, the time. It's 44 minutes long, isn't it? Or 45-ish. Yeah. 43 like, minutes but... and nine seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Cut it off <laughs> in front of me. <laughs> well, yeah, like, fair enough, people might not have that time because a lot of people just listen to, like, you know, mm-hmm. three-minute songs. But it's so worth the listen. And it's 
I just wish everyone would go home and just just listen to it at least once. If you're planning on watching a film tonight or an episode of that, an episode of that don't, Netflix, don't. that Netflix drama that you're not that fussed on, don't listen to Dark Side of the Moon instead. Exactly. Like, but but listen to it and listen to it and just be like, you don't have to try incredibly hard to like it, which sometimes you find with these popular things. You have to see why people like it. Sometimes you don't understand the hype. Um, yeah. And it's like, you listen to it and you'll go, wow, this is, it feels like it's doing all the work for me. And it's one of the most relaxing things while also it being incredibly is, yeah. stressful at the same time. Yes. But like, like I say, with the barrage of clocks, it just, cl- it just snaps you back into reality after yeah. you drifted off. It's only, like, you know, when, you know, when people like watch a, 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 like an episode or something and they just like, like you said, they're just half-assed about it, and they just um, go like they go on the phone whilst it's on in the background. Yeah. What is the actual point in that? Like, why don't they, you should just put an album on in the background whilst you go on your phone yeah, instead of putting a series on? There's so many amazing parts of this album. The Great Gig in the Sky is great as well. Um, I know. It's just it's something completely different that you'll ever hear, and you'll have, you'll listen to music and you'll go, "I love this, this music, this music." You don't have to like Pink Floyd and you don't have to listen to Dark Side of the Moon and go, yeah, I want to listen to the rest of all Pink Floyd's work because you'll have heard the majority of popular Pink Floyd songs. You'll have heard, you know, another brick in the wall. wall and comfortably numb. Yeah, you know, comfortably numb, wish you were here, all that sort of stuff, shine yeah, on the crazy yeah. diamond. And um, But you don't have to. You just, this thing is completely, it can be standalone if you want it to. Which I know, it doesn't have to have the label of Pink Floyd on it. it can, it's just, it's yeah. just, an experience in itself. And I think that that's represented in the cover as well. This this album doesn't say the eighth studio album from Pink Floyd, Dark Side exactly. of the Moon. This album just shows you something that it wants you to, okay, this prism, it represents something to us. What does it mean to you? Listen to the album and decide while you're listening to it what this means to you. They focused less on, on the cover and, I mean, they fo- yeah, they focused less on the cover than they did on the music. They put so much work into the music. And I'm yeah. pretty sure the cover was like a last-minute thing. They just like got yeah. uh, Storm Thorgerson, I think his name was, mm-hmm. to just give them a bunch of give them a bunch of like ideas for it. Yeah. And then they so they got loads of like hypnotic stuff that they can have a look at. And then they yeah. saw that and they were oh. like, yeah, I like the simplicity. Yeah. So we'll use that. Yeah. And if you needed any more convincing, I've got me at my list of um we list the statistics here. The Dark Side of the Moon frequently appears on professional rankings of the greatest albums. In 1987, Rolling Stone listed the record 35th on top 100 albums of the last 20 years, uh, 43 on the 500 greatest albums of all time. Um, both Rolling Stone. in the Stone, charts for 14 years, you know. Yeah. Both Rolling Stone and Q have listed The Dark Side of the Moon as the best progressive rock album of all time, um, which I don't think can Not be so. argued with, really. Um, Based on rankings, the aggregate website Acclaim Music lists The Dark Side of the Moon as the 21st most acclaimed album in history. This is just ter- this is just turned into like us trying to convince people to listen to the Yeah, Dark because Side of the I feel Moon. like you are wasting so your weird. time. If you have not listened to this, <laughs> you are just wasting your time. <laughs> no. Like Roger Waters. Oh my god, Roger Waters is is his vocals at the end with brain damage and eclipse. It's just unbelievable. Like I don't see how you can go on not listening to this because it'll have some sort of 
It'll have, it will have some sort no of... No matter what, on you. Like, there'll be some part that hit that touches you in mm. some kind of way. I remember, and I've just listened to it before, and it got from any call you like straight into brain damage. And it was like, yeah, this part gets me. This part yeah. me. And there's the bit where we, we, we me, me, both me and Owen are uh, music students as well. And remember one of our tutors saying, we were talking about money and she was explaining to us the, the time signature change in money. And like that time signature change, I was like, and it was like, yeah, like that, that's just catchy. Do you know what I mean? I know. Um, so it's fun to play as well. Yeah, I'll give you a little something. Oh, yeah, go on. There you go. And we'll, I think we'll leave it on that. I don't think we really need to say anything more than that. <laughs> Brilliant. All right. Um, and that's going to be it for this episode. If you have enjoyed it, obviously. Make sure you like it. Make sure you share it with your friends. Uh, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Um, this will be going up on Spotify and YouTube. So take your pick on which one you want to listen to. Um, and yeah, Owen, thanks so much for coming on, mate. It's been loads of fun. All right. Yeah, nice one for having me. Yeah, yeah. Thanks very much. And um, right. yeah, thank you very much for watching. And we'll see you in the next one.